Welcome to another episode of Unpredictably Elevated. I'm Chai. And I'm Redeem Rebel. And today's theme is gender roles and stereotypes, kind of a playoff of yesterday's episode, which was beauty aesthetics. Um, We started discussing it a little bit, so we just figured we might as well do a part two. Um, So today's Black History Fact was based off of a journal. Um, I will link that in the um, notes, but it was talking about how black women um, and Latino women deal with both stereotypes of kind of um, that male, masculine and feminine uh, characteristics. Um, More pertaining to black women, it was saying that because black women had to kind of go out of the household and do Um, you know get work that they had to have that assertiveness they had to have that independence that are more seen in um, masculine characteristics Um, so in the household they have to be more of the expressive traits which are the more sensitive emotional characteristics and outside the house they had to have the instrumental um, characteristics which are more of the independence and assertiveness that I said before Um, So it's just interesting to see that because of how we had to support our families being maids and that sort of thing to get money to be able to support support our family that we had to be, you know, independent. We had to be that person. So I feel like that's where the strong independent black woman came from is because we had to get out there and we had to work like there was there was an option especially if we were single parents like we had to go out and do that um so i feel at an earlier age and an earlier time period we had to become that whereas i feel that more women throughout the spectrum are being that now like that strong you know independent woman um whereas we've always had to be that um so it kind of goes into like what we were talking about um like when we mentioned yesterday about kodak kodak black and how he was saying that black women are dark-skinned black women are like aggressive and you know rough yeah so but it's just like we had to support our families you know from you know (laughs) from a long time ago so it's just like all of those get carried on from generation to generation because it's never failed like we have to step up and be that person who's aggressive as not in as far as like getting jobs and you know having to deal with um the corporate america but not even even aggressive in in a way like physically aggressive you have to stand your ground because you're going against other women other men other other types of people so you kind of have to be dominant and uh say what you want say what you mean and all of that because then you'll get walked over you know so yeah that's definitely an issue so it's just like uh, even uh, i don't know it just kind of it sucks really because i feel like so many black women have to be this you know, both sensitive and, you know, um, independent 
not saying that you can't be both, but there, sometimes it feels like it's two spectrums, like two sides of the spectrums that you're having to fulfill. So it's hard to find that balance. Um, and I think that's what I'm going through right now is I feel like I'm too like independent. So me being in a relationship, it's difficult because it's just like, he wants to do these things for me, but it's just like, no, I don't want you to do this thing for me. I can do it myself. Like, what if you weren't here? I'd have to do it by myself, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's just like letting him have a part in in the partnership. It, it's just sometimes difficult because I've had to do it by myself for a long time. I've had to provide for myself. Um, I've even been in situationships where I had to provide in the situ- in the in the relationship. So it's just like. I'm used to being that person so to so to kind of like dial down the assertiveness and the independence and kind of add more sensitivity and emotion to it is difficult like I don't I feel like being to me emotion for a long time was weakness like we didn't have time like who has time to sit and cry for like long periods of time like you have like one day I would give myself like one to two days and be like, you got to get up and you got to, you know, get, you know, going. You can't dwell on this. And so like if I did spend longer than longer time on like crying or pitying myself or whatever the case was, then I would guilt like feel guilty. Like, oh, my gosh, I just wasted all this time, like feeling sad or whatever. It's just like. Why? (laughs) Why do I have to? Why am I having all of this difficulty basically showing emotions? Well, like how we were raised, we were taught to suppress our emotions. Because if you think about it, how many times have we seen mama cry? We can literally count on maybe one hand. I feel like like like, like as since we're adults, we've seen her cry. More. Yeah. But as children, like there there was none of that. Like mama would just like even when we were homeless, like. Mama, I didn't see mama cry not once. And it's I can understand because you, you're in survival mode. So you really don't have like, there's really no time to cry. Like you have to just, well, she did cry when we had to leave the house. She did cry. But then after that, it was just like, suck that shit up and just kind of go with the flow. But I can even say we've experienced that in mama, like being an independent woman because daddy was more like, played a passive role. Like, even just something simple as driving. Mama did all the driving. She would drive Daddy around. I think Mama... I don't know. I've never seen Daddy, like, give money for the bills. So, things like that. Like, Mama was... I'm sure when they were living together, he did. We just didn't see it. Yeah, I'm sure he did. But as far as, like, making sure everything is paid and stuff, like, that was Mama. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mama basically... I've only seen Mama do... I've seen Mama basically do everything. So it's like, and then her raising us, instilling in us that we need to learn how to survive and, you know, making something out of nothing and all of that. So you kind of, and you feel like if you ask for anything, then you're weak or, you know. I know, which is so hard because when you really need something and you're like, no, like, no, I need to figure this out. And yeah. it's just like you, when you get to a point where you have people who, who will, I'm not saying that you're going to take advantage of these people, but if mm-hmm. you have people around you around you who you know will help you out yeah. when you need it, they, they you know, they're your, your tribe. 
you know and it's just like you find that and you still are just like no like i feel like i'm a burden if i start if i ask and it's like not even like start asking but it's just like it i feel like it only takes one time for someone to be like oh remember that time i helped you out like i never that's why i don't like asking people for anything because just like yeah, if, if you help me out that's not your key to just be like oh like i'm a whole i hate when people like hold that but what if it's where somebody has used you and you're like but i did this that and the third for you at, at what point do is, you say you create boundaries you don't say anything because here's the thing you gave mm-hmm. because you I, I i mean you shouldn't give if you feel manipulated but you give because you want to help so you shouldn't be, first of all, and this is something that I had to learn along the way, don't give expecting anything in return. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you can make you can make agreements, um, but um don't don't be like, oh, you owe me this, this, and this and this. Like, first of all, you need to set boundaries. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I mean, you don't have to tell them this, but you can be like, look, I'm going to give this person, if they don't pay this back, then I'm not going to lend anything else out to them. Or if they hit, if they do give it back to me, maybe I'll only set a limit of two or three times that they can ask me for anything. And after like that second or third time, you're like, no, because now they're getting to the habit of, even though they're paying you back, they're getting to the habit of asking you for money. So it's just like you have to set those boundaries um, for giving, but I feel like as long as I pay you back, well, as long as I pay you back, that I'm good. Nah, because the thing is, is that I don't want you to get into the habit of asking me, like I'm, like I'm, like a, a Ace Cash place. Yeah. Like. That's true. Like, and that's what I don't want to become. Like, I don't want to be asking people for money. It's just like, oh, because. I think it's a human thing where you're just like, oh, they've lent me money before. I paid them back. So let me ask them again whenever I need. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It kind of it kind of starts to become like a, a fallback. Like I can be like, oh, well, this person gave me money in the past. So whenever I need something, I know as long as I pay them back, they'll give me money. So it's just like I don't want to get to that point where I feel like I could fall back on somebody. And it's just like I don't I don't want to get to that part. You know, I don't I just I don't like it. I just it makes yeah, me I feel see. like I have to depend on people and it's just like if they weren't there my my thing is if they weren't there what would I do what would I have done if they weren't there to help me but it's like I understand that you know if I really really do need help and I've done I've maxed out everything else then I'll go to that person and be like okay you know I, I feel like a, the only person I ask intensely is mama. But that's, I, that's yeah. about it. Anything else, like I just, I just find a way to get it. But I, for me, my pride won't allow me to not pay anybody back. Like if I borrow money, I have to, if, if I have to pay you back because I feel like a freeloader. I feel like mom's the only one that I free. Well, no. <laughs> well, yeah, I freeload on because that's my mom. Like, but even still, like, I still kind of like okay. That's my mama. That's what she here for. She here to help me. I mean, yeah, but it's like I know that I help her too. Yeah, but it's like we all in the same boat, and she's just a little bit higher. Like, I mean, that's different, but still, like, 
I'm, I feel like that's the one person in the world where I can relax and just seem like a freeloader. Anybody else is like, no. Because that's my mama. Like, I came out of her room, she already know, like, you know what I'm saying? Yes, you know, like, if I ask mom for money, like, I'm really in a bind. Like, I'm really in a bind. And that's why, like, when I was in college, I knew I couldn't ask her for anything. So that, I think that's what I, when I started, like, being, I need to do this, like, I don't have anybody to depend on, like, I need to get my money together, whatever the case may be, like, that's when I feel like that's when I started because when I was in, like, when I was in school and then coming home for the holidays and realizing that y'all were homeless, like, I was just like, what? Like, <laughs> Like what happened this semester? Like a whole semester went by and it's just like, where's the house? Like nobody, <laughs> nobody wasn't going to include me in this. Like nobody. Nah, because was you was at like, school, so we figured that's where you was going to stay at. Okay, but you have to pay to stay on campus on the holidays. So it's just like, so nobody was going to tell me. I'm sure mama didn't want you to worry anyway. I didn't okay, know what, but I, I would have gotten a job on. earlier if I knew that that's what was happening. Like, so it's just like it gets to the point where everybody is like, like Mama's being strong. I don't know what you were doing because you just you don't even think the same. So <laughs> what you mean? As far as going through something, like you just wasn't in that headspace. I don't know if he was just too young. Yeah, Mama said she. Uh, I think you said that she think that I was. Uh, I used basketball to cope, but I wasn't emotionally, I feel like I wasn't emotionally available then. Like I just, I was looking at mama doing what she had to do. I was just happy that when we was in the hotels, I could watch free, I could watch TV and I worried about that shit getting cut off. And like, I wasn't really, it didn't really phase me like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if I was being strong. To, I mean, as far as like basketball, I having a walk from school to that. It was a hotel that we stayed at, not far from the school. Um, it pushed me in basketball though because I knew that. Um, I don't know. I think I kind of enjoyed it a little bit because. Uh, Hold on. Our cats are fighting. I kind of en <clears throat> enjoyed it. Like used it as a tool of. Um, a chip on my shoulder when I was playing basketball but as far as that like I was just watching mama be strong and <clears throat> it wasn't really I wasn't really thinking about it at least I don't think that I was if I remember now but I know mama was definitely trying to be strong <sighs> um yeah she was being strong as best she could you know but again, you was in, we was in survival mode at that time, so you didn't really have time to fucking cry or nothing like that. You just, we just kept it going, kept it moving. Then I feel like she woke up one day and was like, I can't do this shit no more. And then that's when everything, and she built her way back up. And that's what happened, literally. Once we got in that studio, we lost, I think we had lost the car. She found a little putt-putt. That shit was hot as hell. In the, in the summertime and it was like carpet seats so whenever we would get out the car our backs would be wet soaked but we just I think she just did what she had to do but I mean we didn't have daddy 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 wasn't really helpful because he was going through his own stuff so 
It was basically mama. Wasn't he in South Carolina back by that time? Yeah, but I mean, mama had called him to ask him if he could help, and he told her no because he was still mad at her. So it was just. What? Okay, we're going. That's a whole nother person thing. We're going to have to have a conversation about. Yeah. But, um. What? Uh. So, okay, bringing it back forward to this day and time, do you think that black women are still having that issue? I mean, I know we're still having that issue as far as gender roles, but do you think because, like, we're trying to get black families to back together and stuff like that, that it'll help? Like, by the time our kids have kids, do you think they'll be... What do you mean that we're trying to get our families back on track? Okay, so if, like, I feel like there are a lot... I don't know, I follow a lot of black love and relationship pages on Instagram. So I'm seeing all of these black families, right? So the whole thing about black women in general is that they've always had to be that independent and sort of person because they were doing everything by themselves. So if the black families are slowly getting momentum, do you think that extra added stress of being both the independent assertive person is is put back on both the the woman and the man that it will decrease her her stress levels or do you think because she may be in like say for example corporate america where she has to be like extra assertive and independent so that she can be able to be heard do you think it will just be the same well, I would hope in a healthy relationship that it's it's both. But I kind of like belief in fatherhood, like how he it seems like he leads the family, like because it's kind of hard to just put it on one person, like right. <clears throat> and it's I mean a lot of some men some men say that like you can't raise a man and all that stuff, and it's like. I don't necessarily believe, I don't necessarily believe that, um, but I just feel like it's a family for a reason. A family is consisted of two parents and however many children you have, like you can't just put it all on one person. Right. So I, f I would hope that it's, it's on the two parents instead of it just being I feel like it's hard to respect a man who doesn't bring nothing to the table and I'm pretty sure for a man it's hard to maybe it's hard to respect a woman who doesn't bring nothing to the table as well so I feel like but you shouldn't be in a relationship where nobody brings anything to the table like yeah but I feel like nowadays especially because ladies the pickers are swim for these niggas out here I'm I sorry, don't think King. so oh that's cause you got a good one but go back in a dating scene I bet you you'd be like oh hell nah even for mama's generation, she's like, it's very hard to find good men. And I'm like, if you think about, if you look at the men out here, it's, it's very hard to find a good man. A man at our age who has ambition, who is trying to do the right thing, who's trying to better himself, who has goals, who's at least trying to be spiritual, whatever spiritual practice you follow. Like, it's very hard, you know, because mostly, mostly, in our 20s it's where we where we become reckless and we try to make up for it in our in our 30s you know what i'm saying 
but I think it's it's very hard. Like we don't really have nobody. We don't have no pickings. You know what I'm saying? Just listening to the Michael Bayston show, he's like, "There's women that have been celibate for five years, six years, because the most the majority of the men that they come in contact with want to just have sex." And it's like, bro, there's more. It's more to life than sex. Although sex is very important, but I think it's, it's very not hard. The, the thing. Uh, we'll have a different conversation about that. But I think it's very hard, and you know. I feel like men should leave. Um, Stop it. But then I don't. I don't really know how I feel about like. I don't know because in a relationship, I feel like men should be also be willing to do domestic work as well. Like. Well, yeah, it's supposed to be. The thing is, is that gender roles are not a thing. Like it's not a thing. What you mean? It's not a thing. The thing. Okay, so here's my take on. The history of it so is I feel like it's based off of what they believe that men and women are capable of doing like men are capable of doing of all the aggressive stuff you know like all of the the manly stuff lawn work the if we're talking domestic wise lawn work the doing uh, building stuff around the house fixing stuff around the house um, all that stuff um, I can do a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like, it doesn't exist. Because I can do anything that I put my mind to. You know? So it's just like, yes, okay, men are, for the most part, capable of being uh, more physically strong than women are, scientifically. But that doesn't that doesn't mean that I can't pull my own weight. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's just like what is like who is telling me that I can't do something based off of what I was born as? That doesn't make sense. To me. Do you feel like you should have the car door open for you? You should get that's somebody should, should stand on. But the thing is, is that left side each, of you, like you things know. like like chivalrous things. Do you believe in that? The, okay, so it's cute when you do that, but I tell my partner all the time, like don't like if I see him coming around in the car, cause it's like you don't have to do that every single time. I can understand if it's date night and you want to be like, oh, this is so cute. I'm gonna open the door for you. But every day we just go into the grocery store. Like no, like but that's his way of honoring you. Okay, but I can open my own door. Of course you can open the old door. But it's just, I guess, I feel like chivalry is a way of a man honoring you as a queen. I feel like, yeah, that's cute. But it's also just like, yeah, you can hold your own weight and all that stuff. But I feel like, I feel like as women, we're so, we, we can be so strong. We don't allow ourselves to also be gentle or to be, to be soft well that's not necessarily true because it's different it's expressed in different ways but i feel like in chivalry it's a way i feel like it's a way that a man can honor honor you in a way of where i, I can't put it in this words but i feel like it's a way that men honor you in a way where 
I don't know. It's just a way that they can honor you. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we're, we're so used to being so strong and so, and we're not, we're so not used to that, that we feel like, I know that I can do that. You know? Yeah, we know that you can do it. You know what I'm saying? But here's a gift. Let me, let me do this for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. I feel like we deserve that. Shit, just like a nigga need to rub your feet while you pregnant and all of that stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or... Yeah, but here's the thing that so it's just like what is it for when a woman does nice or I don't know what the equivalent of chivalry would be for same thing you can get you can yeah I know but what I'm saying is that I feel chivalry. is expected men chivalry no women being uh what's the word it's a Beyonce song. Women Catered. should cater, yes. Women should, women should cater to men. I feel like that's an expected thing. But like we that's why. Expect being chivalry. But the the thing is, is that not everybody does that. And then it's like, if we're, I don't know. Like maybe it's just that I feel that men don't feel like they need to be chivalrous. I feel like because the men nowadays lack respect for women. But they, I feel like men nowadays lack respect for women, but they want us to respect them as the man. Like, you're right. It is like an obligation for a woman to cater to her man. Like, right. they automatically expect cook, clean, you know what I'm saying? Sex. Sex, all of that. And it's like, damn, bitch, you can't even open a motherfucking door. Or cook me dinner after a long day of work. <sighs> yeah. Like, Fellas, ladies want to be catered to. Yeah, like... And the thing is, is like, I feel like this is leading up to, up to like, uh, like love language because in order, I feel like in order for the woman to accurately, um, show love to their partner, they need to know how their partner receives love like if you were buying your partner gifts and they're like oh cool this is this nice it just goes in the back of the closet then gifts are not their thing you know so it's just like when you have to kind of experiment with different things and see like what it is that they like you know so like there's an episode <laughs> we talk about them a lot but i think it's because it's the really the only family that i follow on youtube but um there was an episode of belief in fatherhood where they um Yvette was like, oh, he, she noticed that Glenn loves um, Hot Ones. It's the show on YouTube. Have you seen Hot Ones? It's basically a show about this guy. He does, I forgot his name. I think it's Sean. He does um, like interviews with Hot Wings, like the hottest Hot Wings. It's like oh, yeah, it's eight different about. flavors of Hot Wings and they each go up the scope of level or whatever. Um, so she did like their own little hot one show and it was so cute and it was like personal to what he's interested in at that moment and I feel like doing stuff like that is is very nice if you're paying attention to what your partner likes and what they're saying and this is why listening is so important in in, in uh, relationships um, because you know just the smallest thing it's like oh he runs out of his favorite cologne he's like oh 
I need to get this or something. It's like, you can surprise him and get it. Go ahead and get it for him. You know what I'm saying? Or if he's like, man, I really like these types of shirts. And it's just like, okay, you can go to wherever he got it from and get him more of those shirts. It's just, it's all about listening and stuff. So it's just like in the aspect of catering, I don't feel like it should be like just a man catering to a woman like oh like the man needs to do all these things these things you know True. like i feel like it shouldn't be a thing where only the man is having is being chivalrous or whatever like it should be both everybody should be giving and receiving that's i think that's the whole point of relationship there should be a woman should not be doing all that like there's um depictions in the movies where it's like the man is just when the woman calls he moves you know and it's just like and if he doesn't want to have an argument he does whatever she says and i feel like that is not how a relationship should be like there shouldn't be a point in time where if your so man calls you kissing. yeah it's like if your man calls you and you jump like no like there i feel like there's a difference what if between it's just your eager to please I'm talking. I'm talking. Speaking on the the like taking advantage, like getting to the point where you know that they're gonna do whatever you say, so you like capitalize on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. So. So would you open the door for your man? Uh, yeah, I try to. I say try because you know him. He beats me to it. <laughs> <laughs> I can barely pay for my own food. Yeah. But um, it's just I don't know. It it. I feel like I did that kind of sort of my last relationship. They're making a lot of noise downstairs. That's next door, I think. I don't know, but I feel okay. So we've talked about gender roles. What about stereotypes? I think this goes back to like the angry black woman <clears throat> or if a woman is um, if, for me I feel like if a woman is outspoken or appears to be dominant or just knows what she wants I automatically assume that she's a mean for example Nicki Minaj you automatically assume that she's mean yeah like I would be intimidated by her, but it's I like, definitely would be intimidated. But I feel like I, obviously, we haven't seen like. I feel like the snippets that I've seen of her, like softer sides, or her playful sides, I don't think I would be as intimidated because. Yeah, but then when I she get like in that boss role, it's like. Ugh. But, but it's I feel like, like anybody in their boss mode is going to be like, like Beyonce in her boss mode. I would not want to be around her when she's like trying to get ready for a show, like. I would not want to step on her toes. Yeah, but it's like, I guess uh, we we assume or we think that women are supposed to be uh, timid and soft-spoken and not know what they want. So it's like when you do see a woman with knowing what she wants, it's like automatically, oh, wow, you're really mean. or Oh, you're rude and stuff. But it's like, is she being rude or is she just, does she just very cutthroat know what she wants no play no games you know and it's like do you admire that are you jealous of that is it intimidating because that's something you would like or you know or what is it i think it's just that um in today's society they just don't want it they still do not want to see us on that level 
um and it's just like men can be at that level all the time like and, and it's it's oh they they're they are um I, I feel like i don't know i just feel like they don't really give that same slack for knowing what they want and making sure that they get it yeah <clears throat> i remember um somebody from my past there was there's this uh there was this girl that they were interested in and she appeared to have all of her shit together like she was um you know how <clears throat> and this is funny because i guess it just tells you what guys think or just guys like him think you know how you have certain women who have their shit together they don't play no games and all of that and mm -hmm. so uh, their comment, his comment was, well, I bet you got to have all your shit together to get with her or even to talk to her. And it's like, so <clears throat> there's with, there's just like, so with certain women, you feel like you have to have your shit together. But with other women, you just. That's a real thing. Don't. You just. That's a real thing. Um, because they can tell. Um, it's kind of like uh, if they're in their league or not. So it's like they can tell how much work it is to like I knew someone in my past who would only date a certain type of woman because he knew he didn't have to work much for it. Like he could take her to like Applebee's and that would be okay because she'd never really been to Applebee's or nobody really. He would he would basically go to um, you know those women who just didn't really have experience dating like good guys. So. They didn't so have basically a standard. people that didn't know their work. Basically, yes. Yes, that's the yes. And um, so it's just like men know what they can get away with. So that's why it's really up to the women. Like you have to know what these red flags are. You have to know. And this is why it's so adamant for me in my um, practice to educate women and men on healthy and unhealthy relationships and what's abusive and what's not abusive because we knew about i knew about manipulation but not so much how it looked in a relationship so it's just like all of these red flags i was kind of putting behind me because i was like oh well he's done this or he's done that so it's just like it is he doesn't mean that or something like that like i basically was making excuses but it's just like, you know how to get what you want. And you've been doing that for a very long time. So when someone comes around and is like, oh no, I'm not dealing with this. You need to straighten up or I'm gone. Like, it's just like, oh, well, you're being too much or you're exactly. doing too much. Or, or you're high maintenance and it's like, yeah, but these are real things, right? Like high maintenance is women who are not gonna take your shit who you need to do real things for. You actually need to think, you need to pay attention, you need to listen. Like, that's high maintenance. <laughs> that's basically what high maintenance is. And they don't wanna do it. Well, I'm not gonna say they as in all, obviously we understand that not all women and all men treat their partners in these ways, but you get the drift. So, so what's the difference between being spoiled versus knowing your worth? I feel like maybe when you don't match that same effort, that same energy you're trying to demand that from them when you're them. being spoiled versus when you know your worth yes like for example um let's say you demand conversation you demand 
I don't want to fucking go to Applebee's. Like, what the fuck is Applebee's? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Things like that. Uh, paying attention. Uh, having a place, a job. Uh, having goals in life okay, versus... So what that what you're <laughs> describing, I feel like is knowing your worth. So being spoiled i feel like i'm not saying that if, when you're in a loving relationship you can't ever go to like applebee's or something but i'm just saying like that was like do you think well what, that's the next question go ahead finish what you but being spoiled i would say is um it kind of reminds me of um harry potter where dudley was like last year i got like 20 something gifts but you're like two gifts short this year it's just like you're demanding things that don't really matter um you know so as far as like oh he buys me gifts all the time i feel me personally and obviously you have your everybody is different but me personally if i had someone who was who's like wine and dining me like but too excessive to the point where like i knew he was talking about saving money but he's like also taking me to like steakhouses and stuff i'm like babe you're trying to save money let's go to like something else we don't have to go to but what if that's a form of manipulation just to get him to not spend money what do you mean like some guys would be like oh you know i'm taking you to this place because you know my pockets ain't ain't that deep you know what i'm saying but he just being stingy with his money So you're saying like he would he's saying that he's taking you to like McDonald's because he doesn't have money? Yeah. But he does. He's just being stingy with his money. So is he like picking you up in a really nice car and then taking you to McDonald's? <laughs> I feel like it's uh Cuz I feel like there's a like obviously there's a fine line. So it's just like I guess it just depends on the person. You just have to know the situation. Yeah, that's what I'm saying like it, the situations are there's, unique. I feel like there are some guys that they they can afford to take you somewhere, but they're just being cheap. For example, we're going to quote Younger Man Her Lyrics. Uh, I only take bitches to Popeyes. We're not going nowhere expensive. <laughs> but you got money, bro. Like, damn, all I'm worth is a three-piece. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they just want to... They're just being cheap. Right. <sighs> I don't know. So, in the context of that, then, do you... Um, what about the splitting the meals? Hmm. I, that's a good one. I don't know about that one because I feel like if I feel like if you're if somebody's asking you out, they're asking for your time. Right. So if they're asking for your time, then you ask me out. Right. So it's on your dime. Right. If I ask you out, it's on me. Yeah, I think dating is is separate from when you're in an actual relationship because in a relationship you split things like it's like yeah or like this person like hey I got this meal this time or next time you have that meal so it's just like I feel like in a relationship even if I'm not working like I'll go lift just to get enough money for date night so he won't have to pay like I don't want him to like I really don't feel comfortable and it's really hard for me um because right now we are starting our entrepreneurship so right now he has the job and i'm basically um the creative <laughs> so i'm out here lifting or instacart or whatever to get some spare cash so it's just like when we go out he pays for the majority of, of you know eating and stuff like that so it's just like 
uh, I want to do like certain things, you know, go do things with him and stuff like that. So like me personally, I like to do a lot of homemade things. So um, that means a lot more anyway. Yeah, it does. But at the same time, I'm just like, I feel like on the outside looking in, it's like it to me, it looks like I'm taking advantage of him. If that makes sense because like he pretty much pays for everything and he honestly he has been for a while so it's just like uh it makes me like really upset but at the same time i know that when everything is said and done like with you know with being going to medical school and all of that like i will be able to spoil him like i want to um so it's just like it really has to you really have to choose people who have your best interest at heart and i know that's difficult and i've been through the swamp a few times so it's it's difficult and but what i'm realizing is that you have to be aware of people's red flags you have to pay attention to what they're saying and you definitely do not take their words as actions instead of their actions as words you know, it's just like, oh, this person keeps telling you that they love you, but they're going out every night and they don't want to tell you where they're going. It's just like, it, like that. that's not working. It's just like, we have to be the ones who kind of are passive and just say, okay, honey, we'll see you when I get back or whatever. But the man wants to know where you going, who you going with, what's, what's, what, where, where the event at, like, no, if you don't if you don't have to tell me all that information why am i have to tell you all of that information you know what i'm saying right so it's just like so, so then i pose this question all right so i was talking to one of my homeboys and he was saying that he feels that black women aren't willing to support their man's dreams but black men feel like they have to support the woman's are they talking about rappers because that's the only thing i can think of that we're just not going to support or just like dreams you've been like trying to be a rapper for 10 years there's a difference it took dmx 12. you the thing is you gotta know that that person has talent like if you know that person does not have talent i'm not about to support you i'm not like if if i've heard your mixtape and they sound pretty good and i just and i because the thing is that you know you know when somebody has talent with somebody. That's why I hate watching American Idol. Because you, the people that go on there, I'm sorry. If you sang to me and I was like, mm, no, I'm not going to let you go on a national television show just so you can sing and be, no. Now you go in there in your own accord after they told you you don't sound good, then that's on you. But I'm not, no, if you don't sound good, no, I'm not going to support you. But I guess they black. Well, I guess based on what he was saying was he felt like black men have to uh, support. Um, black men are from a young age are taught to provide, and so they don't really get anything for themselves mm -hmm. because they are they're they're bred to protect and provide. So when it comes down to the, or let's say the woman has a dream, then they're. They're supposed to hold the fort down, make sure everything is straight while the woman chases the dream. But when it comes time for them to chase the dream, black women are like, no, no, no. But they'll run to, they'll run know. to like, the white man. Like that's they'll, so backwards. They'll run to, they'll run to like, uh, white men, and or go help somebody else support their dreams. And I was like, 
I feel like that's so backwards. Like, I feel like it's the women who have to hold out on going back to school or doing this and doing that because they have to take care of the kids and they have to work. I can see what he's saying because I feel I feel like there are some black men who support their women. Mm -hmm. And I can understand where he's coming from because I feel like as a woman, I will feel like less than a woman supporting my man. Because it's like he's supposed to be the man. He's supposed to hold the house down, but I'm holding the house down. So I feel but like I mean, is he, my pride. He's like going back. So say for example, um, you both have a job, but he has an opportunity to to like go back to school to get his master's. Because if he gets his master's, he's going to get promotion at his current job. Mm -hmm. So in that aspect, if he has to, you have to like pick up extra shifts to to kind of compensate for him going to classes you're so you're saying that you would feel less than for having to take those extra courses no in a sense of where or i meant those extra shifts i mean in in that sense no but i feel like in a sense of where he doesn't this have nigga don't job have no and, job he just and hasn't had a job or he had a job he like us we ain't working we just trying to get this to get the train going like i don't know because the thing is is that it's difficult it really is so it's like i feel like for me as a woman i feel like well it's a man's job to provide for the family but he ain't he ain't providing for the family he just sitting on his motherfucking ass so he chasing a pipe dream you know what I'm saying? you know what i'm saying so it's like I would feel like the la my pride would make me feel like I'm, excuse me, I'm the laughing stock. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is my man doing? I'm, but I've also been known to protect my man's pride by making it seem like it's his money, but it's actually my money. Oh my gosh, I've done that before. And I, I just look back and I just be like, poor, poor you, girl. Girl, 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 girl. What was you thinking? But anyways, <laughs> let's talk about that. What about men? Um, I feel like on one hand, I should have I should have been upfront about paying because it's so it's nothing wrong with paying for a meal for your for your for a date mm -hmm. or whatever. But then it's another thing where it doesn't become too routine. Like, like how come every time playing. we go somewhere? I gotta reach down in my purse right. to pay your way and your homeboy's way and sometimes your cousin's <laughs> way. They don't never have to pay, never have to ball, never have to whatever. Eric, you know what I'm saying? But just I guess if it becomes too routine, you know, it's like. So how do you feel about that? I think that goes uh, with what we were talking about when we said that um, you kind of have to have boundaries, like. So are you speaking in like from a dating aspect or in relationships? Because I always think it's different. So if you're in a relationship and this is, you you have to make an effort. Like for example, if that person that you're always paying for, like if he never says, hey, you know, how about I don't have any money for, for us to go out, but how about you come to my house and I cook you a meal? Because I mean, he if you don't got groceries either, you should, the whole thing should be like looked at. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, if he says, you know, how about we, you know, stay in watch a watch a movie or whatever, and I will cook you a meal. He actually cooks you not no hamburgers and fries, but he cooks you, you know, like maybe some shrimp alfredo or something. 
and you know so it, it really just depends on who it is like that's why you really need to be aware of who you're dating who you're in a relationship with because if they're not considerate of your finances i don't care if they think that you have all the money in the world i don't it, to me it it just wouldn't seem right for my partner to continue for like the rest of our dating ship or whatever to pay for everything and I'm willing like I can make a meal or whatever you know mm -hmm. I can go out and shoot if I had to give plasma just to have just to pay for a date night so he I, I just don't want you don't ever want your partner to feel like they're being taken advantage of because when they feel that they also may feel um that they're not appreciated and so yeah you can say thank you after your meal and everything like that but it's just like and i think this also goes with and i don't know if this is um a general but it's kind of like oh when men feel like they've paid for something you now you owe them something yeah. that's another thing too but that, we'll get on that in a little bit but um but yeah like i always want to be able to show you always want to be able to show your partner appreciation. So if you're in a situation right now where your partner is pretty much taking care of everything, you know, make him something, you know, go online and make him something or, you know, make a, a meal or, you know, pay attention to what they need and what they want. And I feel like by doing that, you'll be able to balance the whole catering to each other. So it's not like one person is catering to one and the other person is just receiving. And that goes both ways, male or female. Um, I don't know. Like, I just, I, I feel like it shouldn't be, like, gender roles shouldn't be a thing. Like, this should, makes you me should think communicate. I have a lot to learn about people. Yeah, like, you should be able to communicate. Like, for example, I have allergies really bad. So even if I wanted to do the long work, it would be, I would have to make sure that I took some allergy medicine beforehand. But here's the thing. If he knows that I have allergy issues and I go outside and cut the grass, that he should be in his head like, oh my gosh, she just cut the grass for me. Like, that's crazy. Like, she has allergies. Let me do something for her. Like, it should be a back and forth thing. You know what I'm saying? But you also can't be like, oh, I did this for you. Now you have to, like, you can't say So that. just being fair. Right. Sometimes that's could be hard. And though. being self-aware as well, like being aware of the relationship and being self-aware of yourself. So do you feel like we're fair living together with each other? I try to be. I know you like a clean house and like I do too, but I don't know. I feel like it's such a small place. I feel like so you beat me like, every time doing like doing nice stuff. So I'd be like, bro, just don't do nothing. No, like the little note that you left in my jeans, that was really cute. That was really cute. When I went to um, Atlanta. Oh, I didn't even know if you read that or not because yeah. it fell out. And I was like, oh, I'm going to put it back in there. Yeah. And um, so I saw it when I went in Atlanta and I was like, oh, it's so cute. So it's just like stuff like that that you can do like with your friends, your family or any anybody close to you just to show them that you that they're appreciated. Like, don't wait until something happens to them for you to show them appreciation. Like you can show them now, like write them letters or send them text messages, you know, like it doesn't have to be something like a long ass text, but just be like, hey, I'm thinking about you. Send them an emoji or a bitmoji or something like, just send them something every once in a while just to let them know that they're appreciated. Because the thing is, is that we all need that in our lives. 
whether you're dating somebody, you know, mm-hmm. even if it doesn't work out, you know, just say, I appreciate you taking the time to go on this date with me because you really didn't. You could have just stood me up. You know what I'm saying? I feel like people take that for granted. I feel like we need to do uh, relationship lessons. Oh, that could be a part one, two, three, and four. <laughs> <laughs> like relationships. And that's really something that I, I really, really want to teach my children when the time comes because that can save you not to say that i've learned everything in relationships obviously they're going to come across something new that i've never experienced but at least all of the things that i've experienced i hope that i can um guide them through that so they don't either they avoid it or they know what to do when they get to it Mm -hmm. because i feel like we've been doing everything blind i mean even sitting here listening to you i'm thinking about my past relationship and i feel like there's things that i i can't even pinpoint or it's like a struggle to to remember all of those things and figure out where was it a fair relationship was it you know what i'm saying like and i guess it goes back to identifying being able to identify what what it is words and stuff like that but relationships are very hard gender roles i feel like i take the more traditional approach how do you feel you take well i'm i'm total like <laughs> non-conforming like i don't want to have set you do this you do that type of thing in my house in my household so i want everything to be communicated about if there are certain like if i have certain strengths or if he has certain strengths then then we kind of cater to that but so if he's the better cook and you're the better mechanic yes yeah that'll be cool that actually be kind of cool though but i think it would also be nice if I learned to do something. If you learn to do something in your relationship that you wouldn't normally do, that shows a lot of appreciation. So it's just like, if I know that, you know, he's the cook of the family, which he probably would be, but if he's the cook of the family and like he's been cooking every night this week, I'm like, babe, you know, sit down. This is, I'm gonna fix you something. And it's just like, just go on YouTube and look up something. Buy a cookbook, you know. You know, Mama does that very well. In her Following past, recipes? No, learning like she's dated. Remember her last cultural boyfriend? She learned how to cook a meal from his country. Yeah, it's like simple things like that. Yeah. You know, showing you appreciate. If you are dating someone um, who speaks a different language, make the effort to learn. Like they're they're actual people in relationships where their partner is bilingual or whatever, they learn more than one language. And they just don't. They just don't even try. And it's just or like don't to, learn about the culture. Yeah, and it's just like, how can you... To me, it's so fascinating that my partner's in a different... has, like, different cultural things. And it's just like, I, it's like, I want to learn so much. And it's just like, how can you be in a, in a relationship and not be interested in those... in that person's cultural identity because at the end of the day your children are going to be part of that culture yeah but um i don't know like gender i I just i want everything to be as As equal equal as as possible possible. because i don't want either person to feel like oh i've been doing this it's like ugh. well i don't believe in the stay at home and take care of the kids i would do that take care of the kids and stuff but i feel like because of who I am, I couldn't do that for long. 
Like I don't being know. Stay at the I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. Um, I obviously, when I get to that point where I have kids, the thing is that I know the reason why I want to homeschool is because I do want to have more time with my kids. Like when to think when I think back on our childhood. We spent so much time away from mama, and then it's like we got home, we did homework, and then we ate and went to bed just to get up and do it again. So really, the only time we spent with our parents were on the weekends. But not even, because she was at work. Yeah. So it's just like, I want to be able, seeing that I'm going to be a doctor, like I want to be able to spend as much time as possible. Um, I know I'm gonna have to have a pra like a practice because working in the hospital, I don't know how that's gonna look, but I just want to be able to spend as much time with my kids as possible. Um, but I, I just I want what we do in the house as a family. Like I don't want I just want my partner to love on his kids, be emotional with my kids, show affection with my kids or with our kids. And yeah, not that is feel sweet, seeing like, fathers being yeah. like fathers doing their daughter's hair and stuff like that. Like, is what cute. You, like I'm just I don't know. It seems like the man is just supposed to provide and stuff. He's you don't really well. I think you see a lot now. Yeah, now it's um, definitely there's a lot of black fathers being present yeah. and you know being emotional and being um, just present. Yeah. So um, that's definitely awesome to see. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. But um we didn't really keep with our our uh sections today, but um what's your current obsession? Um as of this moment, food. Yeah, food is really good. Like I ate a little while ago, but I'm like, what's for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, food and <gasps> what my future holds um what about you let's see i don't know i think right now currently i'm just thinking about school so i think i'm getting myself excited to start mm -hmm. um it's gonna be weird because it's just me but i mean you're technically homeschooling yourself it's great practice I know. for your children I know I am so I'm definitely so I'm self-studying to medical school so um, I've created my pretty much my own classes I've gotten I have to finish that today actually is put the rest of my syllabuses or syllabi together Sarabi says hi say hi Sarabi she says hi but um but yeah we don't have a uh you have a why god? Um, just because I don't wear dresses, why god? Just, just because I don't wear dresses, am I automatically assumed to be a lesbian? I think because you don't wear dresses and your hair is cut short. If you guys knew the ratio of how many times I get called sir, <laughs> it's like, bruh. Remember when he was like, hey young man. Who said that? No, the guy we was gonna sit for. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, and it's like, it's like I know I look like a woman because there are people that's like, see, man, man. I'm like, maybe y'all just not looking hard enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and they just see the short haircut and just automatically assume. Yeah, 
I don't know. Then my demeanor, I don't know. But, and it's also like, just because I'm a masculine female, just because females are masculine or appear masculine on the outside, doesn't mean that we don't like penis. Okay? Whoa. Just saying. And that we, I feel like with my demeanor anyway, I'm definitely going to need a strong man. Like, very strong man. Yeah. That's true. Because there is, um, there was something, I can't remember if I saw it on Instagram or if it was on Tumblr, but there was this girl, she got her hair cut, and the guy was basically like, are you kidding me? Like, I can't, I can't be seen walking with you, like, basically, like, and her haircut, it was beautiful, like, she had a beautiful cut, and, uh, he basically was like, nah, like, I feel, basically, he feel, like, less of a man because she cut her hair. And it's just like, what? There was like, this girl I worked with. Uh, her, her, she was afraid to cut her hair because her, her boyfriend was like, "No, don't cut your hair," because I think men think that hair symbolizes femininity. Or the thing is, with that hair, it's there's been so much history with black women's hair. It's just ridiculous. It really is. It's like it's not our own. Yeah, like it can, it's like it, it can be policed, and it's just like, why? White women's hair aren't police. Yeah. It, it isn't. You can't tell me so. <laughs> like, we have to fight to color our hair, we have to fight to wear it naturally. Uh, like, it just. It, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, I do because there's a lot of history behind it, but. Be in it. I don't know. But my white god is white god do I have to change my name when I get married. Oh, that's real. That's really real. It's like damn niggas, you can't take our names. We strong too. We trying to we we, we don't we don't always want to join your family. Can you join our family? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like it was just it's just It's like why? I'm gonna keep my name. He's like, oh, I'm gonna keep my name. My name is like amazing, and I'm just like, okay. So that means I'm gonna have to have a hyphenated name. It's just like I'm I don't hyphenated. Even, I know Mama hyphenated, but it's just like I don't like how it looks. Like, I don't like hyphenated names. I don't. I just don't like how it looks. I don't know. She playing. But yeah, I just I don't know. But. If you have any comments on to if you hyphenated your name when you got married or if you if he took your name, I definitely want to hear from you. Like I, I feel like that takes a lot of that takes a lot of strength in a man to do that. It does. It really does, I believe. Um But yeah, if you've had any experience with gender roles or had any of the same experiences that we have let us know send us a message on anchor or on our social medias which is which will be in the notes um and yeah if there are any topics that you would like us to go over let us know um especially if there's something that you want to learn more about but you don't have time to research hit a girl up because i love doing research um yeah 
so thanks again for watching or watching <laughs> maybe i'm foreshadowing but who knows yeah um but thanks again for listening to another episode of unpredictably elevated i'm chai and i'm redeemed rebel and thanks again for showing up and showing out peace love